Welcome to the graduating class of 2023. This is an exciting night, and I know all of the seniors have been ready for this night probably since August when we started school this year. Um, I've been here at Grandview for a lot of years, and I remember when I first came here, Mrs. Kristen Vestal asked me, when was I going to bring my kids to Grandview Christian Academy? At that time, I was teaching at another Christian school. My kids were going to that Christian school. And I thought, why, why would I change? But it got me to thinking, and it got me to looking, and it got me to listening and watching. And as I observed the kids that were attending Grandview Christian Academy and the seniors that were graduating from Grandview Christian Academy, I saw a difference. I saw a spirit that I didn't see in many other Christian schools. I saw kids who were graduating from our school who were going off and serving the Lord. And changing their, their community and their world. It didn't take long before I knew. Graduation always gets you. Before I knew, I wanted my kids to be a part of that. That was true then, and it's definitely true today. These kids are amazing, and they're going to change our world. Parents and grandparents, siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody here, friends, who are here to celebrate these seniors, be proud. They're amazing young adults. It's my pleasure to introduce you to this year's salutatorian, Amy Kim. Good evening, families, friends, teachers, and all of the Greenville Christian Academy staff, it is an honor and a privilege to stand before you as the salutatorian of our graduating class 2023, representing the dedication and achievements of each and every one of us. First, I want to thank my parents for always supporting and loving me unconditionally throughout this journey. Without my parents, I wouldn't have had the opportunities to study in America and have these amazing experiences. To the Howard family and Jenny, thank you for becoming a new family so that I can adapt here well. Also, I want to acknowledge all the school and international teachers, especially Ms. Sarah, Mr. Chris, Mr. Kendall, Mrs. Dohi, who have guided me and pulled my potential through my high school years. Your passion for teaching, love, encouragement, and sacrifice have shaped me. Lastly, I want to say that I love all of my school friends and other Korean students who have made precious memories with me that I will never forget. I would not be standing here if I had not received help from these people. Before writing the speech, I looked back at my past years. When I first got here, 
I was one of the freshmen who had no clue what I was doing. I was so scared to start my high school life with all my friends and family back in Korea. Also for me, who was not a Christian, Wednesday evening and Sunday services were a little hard to adapt to me. I thought my life was starting miserable and I was worried about my future. However, the more time passed, I realized that it was not just academic achievements that made my time here special. It was the small moments, the laughter shared with my friends and family, the support of my teachers and the church fellowship that made it an unforgettable experience. Looking back, I was so glad that I'm part of this school. Not just because of academic reasons, but because it became my another home. I wish you will find happy moments in your life too. It may seem small, but those small, normal moments and memories will eventually start influencing your life. Everything always has an ending. But everything always begins too. And we made it through. And here we are today, ready to take on the world. Some of us will go on to the college. Others will enter the workforce. And some will serve the Lord. Whatever path we choose, I'm confident that we can all achieve greatness. And whatever we do, I hope We never forget the lessons we have learned here at Grandview and continue to grow from our experience and may the Lord bless and guide all of us in our future endeavors. Thank you. And next, I am very honored to introduce the valedictorian of 2023, Alex Lee. Wow, this is a lot of people. Well, I've always seen Pastors and teachers come up here all the time and giving us wisdom, but now I stand here, now I know what it feels. <laughs> well, my name is Alex Lee, and I'm honored to stand here as a valedictorian of my wonderful class of 2023. <sighs> Thanks to our great authorities and most of the teachers, no, all of the teachers, <laughs> I was, I'm blessed to get prepared for our next stage of my life. I came here as a ninth grade and back then I was not I was not really a smart person. I and when I was decided to come to America to study, I was really anxious and I was very frustrated because coming here was a huge deal. It was probably the biggest decision I've ever made in my life. My parents sacrificed so much 
and I didn't want to let them down. They didn't say anything about me having a pressure, but I always felt that I needed needed to prove that I'm worth their time and money. And so when I started here, I thought this was going to be a, a miserable time because I was also away from my family and friends. But it cha- I was changed by this wonderful organization. Grandview gave me friends and family, and I'm just so thankful to be here. And not only it taught me academically, but it taught me about God and how to live as a Christian. I, I knew God in Korea, but this place knowed me how to connect and make a relationship with him. And I just, even though I learned it in a hard way, and now I know God has a plan for me as well as everyone else here. Now, I'm asking to all of you here, what is next step for all of you guys? We are going to meet obstacles and challenges. And for a guy who was afraid all the time, I'm, I still is. But now I believe that I can put my trust in him. And I will follow his path. And now I know wherever I, went, wherever I go, he's always with me. As well as the people I love. People who love me too. And... One thing I want to mention is I want I learned to give thanks to the people I love. It was hard. I'm really shy, so I rarely say thank you to most of my most of the people who deserves. But I want you guys, obviously, who are smarter and better than me. So I want you guys to say thank you enough to the people who who care about you because wherever you go whatever you do they will love you and even even when the hard time comes and if you think you're alone you're not there's always me and there's always God and there's always people that loves you and I just I just think that giving your appreciation and thank, thanks is really important thing in your life. And for our, my class of 2023, the road, the path that's ahead of us will not be as easy. It will get only get harder, and it will give you obstacles. But I strongly encourages to all of us, all of you guys here, to keep moving and just keep going to the, go to the path. And don't give up. And because you're never alone in this journey. You're always with someone. There's always someone who loves you and who care about you. And I just... One thing I learned is quitter never wins and winner never quits. So I just believe that I just hope for the best for all of you guys here. And lastly, I want to thank... I said it as I said myself, I want to give my thanks to the people who I love. Uh, first, I want to give thanks to my parents and my family who always cared for me and sacrificed their time for me. My mom, my father, and of course, my pretty sister. I just, 
I, lo I love you so much. And I give thanks to all the teachers, especially my international uh, teacher, Mr. Chris and Miss Sarah. And I just, I don't say, I cannot say enough thanks to them. And I was not the best student, but I just love you guys. And as well as all the teachers in Grandview. And then I give thanks to all my host families, Pastor Mutchler, Miss Vicky, the Grigoros, and the Dalvies. I just love you guys. And, of course, last but not least, all of my friends and my class of 2003. 23. Not three. That's way too, way too young. <laughs> I just love you guys, and I hope for the best, as well as, oh, and all the international Korean students. You guys always make me laugh, and I love you guys for that. And, and yeah. Thank you. Oh, I almost forgot. Thank you, my best friend. I forgot to mention you, but thank you. And have a wonderful time. It really never gets old. Watching God change lives, watching what God does in the midst of these students is incredible. The passion that you see and that you hear from them as Alex mentioned, you don't start out that way. Sometimes you're coming into high school and you're, you're coming in kicking and screaming. You don't know what's going to happen. It's frustrating. It's hard. The teachers want you to learn when you don't want to learn. But by the end, I'm, again, I'm just so proud of what the Lord has done in these kids' lives and the future that's before them. So without further ado, let's get these kids some diplomas. Yes, that's what you've been waiting for. <laughs> All right. Garrett Jonathan Finzel. First, I would like to say thank you to God for giving me the strength and wisdom to get through high school. I would also like to say some thank yous to my mom and dad for always believing in me, my grandma for all she's done for me, my uncle for always being so supportive of me. I would also like to say thank you to all the teachers and staff who have taught me through the years. There has been so many people that have stood by my side and encouraged me to continue and graduate, and I couldn't be more thankful. Thank you all for everything. Justice Aaron Ford. Hello, I'd like to take this time to thank everyone who was there for me and helped me get through school. School wasn't easy, and without all the support, I don't think I'd be able to get through it, but I did. Yay. I'd like to give a big thanks to God for blessing me and bringing me comfort on my worst days. I'd also like to give a big thanks to my parents. Thank you for teaching me to work hard as well as help me grow my relationship with God. Thank you to all my teachers and school staff that have taught or been a good Christian role model for me. To my class, I'd like to thank you for all the memories I had in school and for my friends always being there to help or just cheer me up. I'm so excited to see what our future holds and I hope we can all keep in touch. I couldn't have asked for better classmates. 
<laughs> Cole James Fort Miller. First off, I'd like to thank my parents for putting me in a great school like this so I can have a good Christian education. I also want to thank them for pushing me when I thought I couldn't do something and encouraging me to keep going. Next, I want to thank all the teachers that put so much time and effort into teaching me and helping me grow as a person. A special thank you to Mr. Kendall for not only being a good teacher but also a great mentor and role model. Thank you to Pastor and all the church staff for grounding me in a solid Christian foundation. Last but definitely not least, thank you to Curtis Wagner for making school bearable. Anna Nicole Gabor. I first started to attend Grandview Christian Academy freshman year. I will cherish all the friendships and memories I have made over the past four years of high school. I am thankful for all my teachers for supporting us not only educationally, but spiritually as well. I want to say a special thank you to all my sport coaches. I thank you for helping me become the best player and teammate I can be. I will forever cherish the memories. And a final thank you to my parents and brothers. Thank you for providing such a privileged education for me and for believing in me. <laughs> Vanessa Nicole Globak. I would like to thank God for this plan he had in my life, for my parents for loving me so much and for caring about my education that I could come to the school and have an opportunity to grow and expand my education. For all the friendships that I have built, I will never forget any of you. You have all helped me shape into the person that I am today. I would also like to thank my parents for loving me so much that I could also come here to become a better Christian and grow my relationship with God. This school has taught me how to build my character and to show Jesus through me. Also, a thank you to Mr. Kendall for always believing me and for pushing me to my best potential. I couldn't be more thankful and blessed. Juan Luis Hernandez. First, I would like to thank God for giving me a chance to attend a Christian school. For the years I have been in this Christian school, I have gotten closer to God. I would also like to thank my family for letting me go to the school. God has blessed me with loving and caring parents. I would like to give a special thanks to Ms. Holly for helping me. I would also like to thank my teachers. I would also like to thank my friends and for being there for me and making great memories. I would also like to thank my youth pastor, Brother TJ, and I'm ready for what God has planned in my life. Audrey Elaine Holman. First, I would like to thank God for the opportunity to attend Grandview Christian Academy for the past eight years. 
I would like to thank my parents for their godly example and love and for always encouraging me to do my best. I'd also like to thank my little sis. You are my biggest supporter and my best friend. I'd like to thank my teachers for their sacrifice and dedication to Christian education. A special thanks to the Mutchlers, Laymans, Vestals, Gardeners, Lees, and to Mrs. Wooster for the investment you have had in my life. And a special thanks to each of you who have played a special part in my life. Amy Yunji Kim. I have been attending Grandview Christian Academy for three and a half years. Grandview gave me such a wonderful opportunity to know God and live a Christian life. First, I want to thank my parents who allowed me to go here and always sacrifice for me. Also, I would like to say thank you to the pastors and all the school and international teachers who encouraged me. They have been good Christian examples that I look up to and have helped me in my own walk with Christ. Lastly, thank you to all my classmates who helped me not only in learning new cultures but also correcting my English skills. The memories I made here are such a blessing. Alex Hyunso Lee. I started coming to Grandview Christian Academy in ninth grade, and since then I learned so much as a student. But not just academically, but how to live as a Christian, and I'm proud to be graduated from this school. I am especially thankful to my family for always supporting me, even when I'm far gone from home. Also, I'm thankful to all the teachers and pastors of Grandview who taught me so many things. But especially, I thank Miss Sarah and Mr. Chris, our international coordinator. Thank you for everything they've done to me. And lastly, thank you all of my friends. I would not have made it without you guys. I think I'm saying it too much, but thank you again and peace. <laughs> Jewel Janet McLaren. I wish to express my deepest and honest gratitude to my family for their unconditional love and atmosphere they've showed me. To my teachers and classmates, I only got to meet you for a short period of time, but I am grateful for your kindness and understanding. You made me feel welcome and made me believe we are all in this together. I pray you all get to achieve your dreams in the future. Yaziel Montez Topit. First of all, I'd like to thank my parents for raising me to become the person I am today and teaching me about our culture and values. I'd also like to thank my siblings for adding color to my life. 
I want to thank Pastor Carlos and Miss Kathy as well as Salvador, Neo, and Mary for always guiding me in the right path and giving me advice when I needed it. And lastly, I would like to thank all my friends and coaches for making high school a lot less boring. During my time at Grandview, I've been taught to stand up for what I believe in and be an inspiration for others to do the same. This fall, I will be attending Grand Canyon University, pursuing a degree in business management. Mackenzie Taylor Mirasan. I would like to thank my parents for supporting me and putting me in this Christian school where I have grown in my faith and walk with God. I want to thank my teachers for always believing in me and teaching me throughout the years. Thank you to my sisters and friends for always being there for me and to God for giving me such blessings in my life. Osvaldo Perez Rodriguez. First of all, I would like to thank God for everything He has done for me, for leading me to this Christian school, and for giving me strength and wisdom to finish my last few years. And I can always thank my parents for always being there for me and for their unconditional love and support. I would also like to thank my teachers, classmates, ministry leaders, and everyone who has played a role in my life. I would like to give a special thanks to my pastor and to my youth pastor, Salvador Renault, for their time, dedication, guidance, and godly influence in my life. I have made unforgettable memories and lifelong friends at Grandview, and I am excited for what God holds in the future for me and my classmates. Bianca Evelyn Werner. First off, I would like to thank my grandma for always helping me and pushing me. I love you. Thank you, mom and dad, for also pushing me to strive for the impossible. Being at Grandview has taught me many things, but most importantly, how to become a better Christian. God has helped me beyond belief. Finally, a special thank you to Mr. Jones and Mr. Kendall for putting up with me. Congratulations, class of 2023. We made it. And finally, a couple of years ago, we lost one of our own, one of our teachers. This teacher taught many of you sitting in this room today, both parent and student. Um, it is a year ago, we, we collaborated together as a staff to find a way to honor her and her memory. She was a phenomenal teacher, somebody who took Christian education, emphasis on Christian very seriously. We've, we've loved her as we've watched her love our students and our staff. The Wisenhouse Award last year was awarded for the very first time. This award is based on Christian character, academic standing, spirit of Grandview. This year, we'd like to award this to a 9th through 11th grade student that was voted on by the Grandview staff. 
this student, um, goodness, almost a unanimous vote. Every staff member here sees this student as a light to the Lord. Her influence has expanded beyond the classroom. She's an amazing testimony of Christian character as well as a high academic standing. The award is for $1,000 to the college of her choice upon graduation. It is my extreme honor to award the Weisenhaus Scholarship to Maya Vlad. Every hallway I've gone down in the last three days, Maya has been there. So it's been so hard to keep this a secret. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so proud. Thank you. One more presentation. Mrs. Wooster, don't go too far. And, uh, uh, you know, as I've been watching and seeing... Uh, the graduation unfold, and just hearing the uh, the passion in, in Mrs. Wooster's voice, I can just sense that uh, uh, she's invested so much, and God has used her in a great way through the years here. A couple months ago, she let me know that this would be her last year as she'll move on to other things, and immediately my heart sank, but in the same token, I thought, you know, she's invested so much, and uh, God has used her in such a great way. I wrote this for, for her, and uh, this is a letter that will be given to you in just a little bit, but I'm going to read some of it here. I'd like to express my sincere appreciation for all the hard work you have contributed to Grandview Christian Academy over the years. We enjoyed having you on the Grandview team. As school administrator, God greatly used your unique talents and gifts of vision, leadership, impressive work ethic, and positivity to help Grandview Christian Academy ascend to great heights. I know your job was not an easy one. But thank you for your selfless love and dedication over the years. Your investment will not be soon forgotten. As, your, as a thank you for your hard work and investment, we do have a presentation for you uh, tonight. And uh, may God bless you with your future endeavors. I have no doubt that you will use the same impressive amount of determination and talent toward the next opportunity you pursue. Uh, thank you once again for all you have done administrating Grandview Christian Academy. Sincerely, Pastor Lehman, the staff, the members of Grandview Baptist Church, the families of Grandview Christian Academy. We have some little keepsake, little things there, but underneath that, there's a little envelope with a gift in it. I want you to read later, okay? Um, but that's our way of saying thank you. Let's give her one be- last hand. Wait, wait, wait. Not yet, not yet. Uh, yeah, brother, don't go too far. Brother, don't, don't go too far. Presentation for you as well. Yes. I believe from the school and from the teachers and a few other things here. So, yes, uh, my mom has invested a great deal into the school over the, the last over a uh, decade. Um, from some of the staff members now who were students under her um, in seventh grade up to now being staff members here. I know when we first got here, the school was maybe 80, and uh, God has worked through her quite a bit, 
these last over a decade to grow to where we are today. And so for a thank you from the school, uh, we wanted to give her a little something just to say, uh, we love you, Miss Wooster. Um, most everybody in the school assigned it, but as you know, some people are absent some of the days. Um, but we wanted to give a special thank you from all of us at the school. Um, everyone has personally signed this uh, for you. I went around to all the classrooms and we wanted to make sure uh, that you felt loved and appreciated. One other thing that every single year happens, every single year your birthday is spent teaching teachers how to teach in our teaching training every single year. It always falls on your birthday. You haven't been able to take it off in over 10 years. So we wanted to say thank you and all of us teachers put uh, a little something in together just to get you a Starbucks cup. Just kidding. If you open that Starbucks cup inside, you will find plane tickets to be able to go spend a week uh, for your birthday in one of your favorite places uh, to vacation. Um, you and uh, dad can go there for your birthday, have a little time of relaxation instead of training teachers for your birthday this year. But from all of us on the staff and from the school, we want to say uh, we love you and we appreciate you. Okay, is Audrey ready? Oh, there she is, okay. On cue. He's calling us to do right here. Could it be that heaven's always planned it, that we leave here empty-handed when this life disappears? <clears throat> but is it really living if my one ambition is simply hanging on to a heart? Given and what I've learned. 
time from living I know exactly what I need to do So I'll pray that God will give me chances To show how great His grace is By living out His truth If somehow I could choose it I'd be the one God uses to make a difference in what forever means to you. I don't want to waste a breath, one heartbeat in this chest. I want to see His kingdom come in. I want to wish my life away. I want to live each day. Audrey, uh, what a great job you did, and thank you, uh, seniors. You all did a fantastic job on everything, and uh, I'm a little jealous. I didn't know you could make noises uh, uh, when you graduate, and uh, but hey, there you go. Uh, I was sitting there thinking, of course, uh, part of my message tonight, as, as I was praying about, I uh, what what God would have me bring. I've really been working on this uh, for a while. I actually taught some of it last week at a singles conference I was at, uh, but I really, I prepared it for tonight for each and every one of you uh, seniors, and of course, I think it can apply to everyone. I wrestled with it for a while, uh, because I remember sitting where you are sitting right now, uh, 2023, but when I sat there, it was 2005, and the reason why I remember it so well is because I told my mom the other day, mom, 18 years ago... I've left you. And I said, 18 years, I've been gone out of the house as long as I was in the house. And she said, Justin, don't say that. She said, uh, I, I don't like to hear that. That makes me sound old. I said, no, Mom, you're not old. Uh, but I come today to say, I, I've been where you've been. And uh, I do remember that little bit of apprehension, uh, starting college maybe for the first time. I remember when I went to, to Bible college, I knew one person on campus and out of 2,000 students, I remember when I came out here to Grandview to intern, uh, I knew just a handful of people. I remember when my wife and I moved to Turlock to start a church, uh, we knew one or two people there. And uh, it was kind of a little bit scary, a little intimidating, a little bit unnerving a little bit. Uh, but it was a new adventure at the same time. 
And uh, today I want to talk a little bit to you as seniors a little bit about a new adventure. And I want to come to you from Acts chapter 18. Uh, Paul has just left Athens. Athens uh, rebuked him, did not want him there, so he moved on. He was following God's will, and of course he's wondering what to do. It reminds me of, uh, of a group of pastors from Africa that were visiting in the United States, and the missionary was taking him to a pastor's conference, and he took him there, and they had a good time, and they went to go rest at the hotel in the afternoon, and he said, uh, uh, why don't you guys go out and see the town a little bit? And they said, okay, great. They'd never been to America, and they were so excited. And he said, by the way, I'm going to leave you my phone and call me if you get lost. Oh, about an hour later, he got a phone call, and the missionary answered and said, hello. They said, hey, we're lost. He says, no worries. I know this town very well. He goes, go to the nearest main street corner, look up at the, address, at the, at the street signs, and let me know exactly where you are. And so they did that. And about 30 seconds later, they said, hey, we found it. The missionary says, great. What does it say? And the man says, well, it says walk and don't walk. And uh, perhaps maybe you feel that way today. Maybe you feel directionless. Maybe you don't know which way to turn. Or maybe it seems that there are no good options. But Job tells us in Job 23.10, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. And Paul finds himself in Corinth, led by God, obviously. And when he gets there, the Bible says there, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. Corinth was a center of commerce. It was a very wealthy city. It had much moral corruption with it. And of course, Paul felt like he was all alone, maybe. His dear uh, missionary partners he had sent back to Thessalonica. He's all alone in this big city, different culture, uh, maybe even a different language a little bit, or maybe just uh, different foods, or maybe just, it was just different. It wasn't mom's cooking, if you will. It wasn't everything he was used to, and he gets there, and, and he's trying to figure everything out. And of course, he's facing the antagonism against the gospel. Reminds me of the story of a young man from Scotland who moved to Harvard uh, to go to school, and his mother called and says, how are the American students? He says, they're so noisy. He says, one uh, uh, bangs his head against the wall and the other one screams all night. And she said, well, how do you put up with it, son? He goes, well, the only thing I know how to do is just ignore them. And then I play my bagpipes. And uh, we see that sometimes you feel like you're trying to figure it out, something new. But the Bible says in Micah 6, verse 8, He has showed me, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. And seniors, I want to encourage you tonight. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 1, My son, and I think the daughter could be included here, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. May I encourage you tonight in the midst maybe of a new place, Maybe a new job, maybe a new college, maybe uh, a new people. May I encourage you to never forget God's law. Maybe you never forget God's word. Maybe, may you never forget the foundation that has been laid with you. We see Paul, of course, starts on his pilgrimage. But second of all, Paul has a partner. And I think this is so important as you face the unknown. The Bible says, and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontius. While he's there in this big city that doesn't really love the Lord and 
it's really against everything he, he knows, and he really wants to impact this city for Christ. While he's there, he gets a great treasure. He met, meets a man named Aquila and his wife Priscilla. They had been pushed out of Rome by Claudius, and they got there, and for the first time, Paul meets a fellow Christian. I want to encourage you today, wherever God leads you, to never forget about your godly friends you have. But when you make new friends, find those who are dear Christians that will help and sharpen you and and help push you forward. There's all kinds of people out there, but God has friendships for you. May you make wise choices. There was a story about four students who, 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 who came to the local community college and halfway through the class they showed up. And the teacher there was giving away a, a big exam and, and he says, oh, you know, we've already started on that. And they says, well, uh, we, we have an excuse. On the way here, our, our tire uh, went flat and we had to change it. He says, okay, I'll give you a test. He goes, and there'll be one question on it. If you pass it, you'll get an A. They said, great. He says, go to each corner of the room and tell me which tire was flat. And what happened there was those friends had to figure out, was this really true or were they making it up? I want to encourage you today, seniors, to find friends that love Jesus. And that can help you through what you're going through. And the Bible says there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 31.8, And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee, he will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. We see Paul went to this new place following God's will, but he also found a good friends to be around. But I see also the provision of Paul. The Bible says, And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought for their occupation, for they were tent makers. And what's interesting was Aquila was from Pontus. Pontus was in the mountains area, and there was slopes there, and there was these goats that would feed there, and the hides they would take, and they would make tents. And what was interesting was Paul also had been taught how to be a tent maker. In fact, the rabbi Proverbs said, He who does not teach his son a trade teaches him to be a thief. So it was very common, though he sat there and, and learned from the feet of Galileo the scriptures, he also learned how to make tents. It was a principal business. It helped him survive. And I want to encourage you today to never forget your work ethic you learned here at Grandview Christian Academy. Work hard and Figure out your trade, and maybe you're going into ministry, or maybe you're going into electrician, or maybe you're going into uh, accounting, or whatever the case may be. Become the best you can be at what you do. Don't settle for a second rate. Give it your all. But we see it was also a profitable business. You see, in eastern countries, there was much travel. There was no inns, no hotels. There was many shepherds. There was many soldiers, and they all needed tents. Because the weather was extreme by a lot of sun. There was a lot of storms that could come by. And so they found a business that was profitable. And I want to encourage you seniors to not just work hard, but be successful in life. Be successful. Figure out how to get ahead. There was a boy who had much initiative. Uh, He lived uh, a quarter mile from the high school. And uh, he could walk to school, but he had to get his first car. And he had to prove everyone You know, he just, he was there. So he bought his first car and he'd drive it to school, but it was a typical first car. It had lots of little problems and was sometimes very slow to start. But one morning his mom watched him as he ran to school and didn't drive his car. That day when she, he came home, he says, why didn't you drive your car to school today? 
He says, well, I had to get to school early, so I just ran there. And it takes initiative sometimes, and maybe it takes starting off with not much, but work hard and do your best and save, and God will bless you. Colossians 3.23 says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto man. Demosthenes, the greatest of all orators, as a boy had an impediment speech, which he conquered by placing pebbles in his mouth and shouting. Became a great speaker. Beethoven. The story goes, was one of the world's greatest composers, yet he was deaf. Milton, the great poet, was blind. And it's a natural thing to want success, but few are willing to pay the price of hard work and years of study. And if I can challenge you young people today to never quit, keep going, work hard, learn, always learn, always grow, and God will bless that. I see, fourth of all, the persuasion of Paul. The Bible says, and he reasoned, in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. That word reason means opening and alleging. It means explaining and demonstrating. What did he do? Well, Acts 17 tells us that Christ must needs have suffered and risen from the dead, that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. Paul, though he was busy, though he was making money, though he was providing for himself, though he had friendships, though he was enjoying life, you know what he did? He didn't forget telling people about Jesus Christ. And young people, I want to encourage you, don't forget the most important thing in all the world is telling people about Jesus. Don't ever forget, we need to persuade men to come to Christ. We see that Jesus Christ, of course, God created the world. Jesus Christ uh, cares for us. Jesus Christ comforts us. Jesus Christ is willing to come for us. He was willing to be crucified on the cross for us. You see, we're all sinners. The Bible says, for all of sin and come short. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. But Jesus Christ, in his love and mercy, was willing to come, the perfect Son of God, and die on a cross to pay for you and my sins. And if you'll but give your life to Christ, you can know for sure you're going to heaven. I remember as a 10-year-old boy when I realized this, and I prayed and asked Jesus Christ to come to my heart and save me. Maybe there's someone here today that doesn't know Christ. Do you believe that Jesus would do that for you? That he would die for you? Do you believe that if you would accept him, he'll come into your heart? I promise you today, if you will, if you'll accept Christ as your Savior, he's more than willing to come in and save you from your sin. What's interesting to me is Paul understood the main thing, the main important thing. And young people, I encourage you to be successful. I encourage you to grow in your knowledge. I encourage you to be great in your field. But never forget the most important thing is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I see a fifth thing tonight, the perseverance of Paul. The Bible says, And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ and... When they opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own hands, I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. What I find is once Paul started telling people about Jesus, started becoming successful, started building relationships, and God started using him, persecution came. I love what Alex said tonight in his speech. He said, you know, if, if you run into something, you don't know how to get around it. You don't know how to get over it. You, it's bigger than you. You're not sure what to do. May I encourage you not to quit. Trust God. I love what he said. I want to encourage each and every one of you tonight, and especially you young people, 
There's going to be difficult seasons. I, I, I hate to tell you that, but it's the truth. There's going to be times you're not going to know what to do. And there's going to be times where you feel like it's not coming together. There's going to be times where you don't know what, how to get over it. But may I encourage you, just keep persevering through the things that you struggle with. Robert Louis Stevenson suffered all his life and often did his writing propped up in bed, yet he became a great author. Joseph Pulitzer was blind for many years, but he worked and developed his great property. Theodore Roosevelt was a puny child, yet he turned himself into a veritable giant. Your makeup, both physical, mental, or moral, is an element of ability, genius, and absolute greatness. The thing for you to do tonight is to find it and develop it. Plato one day was out in the street and he was singing. And it came up to him that the boys were laughing at him. And so Plato said this, I must learn to sing better. God wants to take your struggle. He wants to take your perseverance and make something great out of it. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. But last of all tonight, and I'll be done, we see the impact of Paul. Mrs. Wooster mentioned this earlier, how she says, you're going to impact your community. And that's what Paul did. And he departed thence and entered into a certain man's house named Justice, who worshipped God and house joined hard to the synagogue. And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house. And many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. What happened? Paul shows up at this city that is against Christ and that's, it's, that's all alone. He's all alone, and, 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 and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And McLaren said solitude is the worst enemy. And perhaps maybe he's wondering, God, what are you doing with me? And once again, i got to start over this new chapter, this new beginning, this new adventure. But he follows the word of, will of God. And after he follows the word of God, will of God, he makes a great friend. And then he, he, he develops his, his trade. He develops his passion becomes profitable and then he doesn't quit telling people about Jesus. He perseveres through the hard times and then he ends up impacting because many of the Corinthians heard, believed, and were baptized. J.C. Penney says this, did you ever stop to consider that your every thought, word, and action has a direct influence not only on your own life but on that of the people associated with you? He said this, he said, I was looking at a tree one time and it's a massive tree. But then he said, as the sun fell on it, he said, the shadow was so much farther. And he says, I can only imagine how much our reach could really go where we could never go. Let each one, therefore, he said, realize the opportunity he has to be a force in his community. And I firmly believe, young people, that you can be that force in the community God places you. Let me encourage you to keep on believing that God can use you to do something great for him. Lord, we sure do love you. Thank you so much for loving us. You certainly are a great God. Lord, as I look at these young people tonight, I see so much potential, so much excitement. Lord, they're excited they graduated, and I'm so happy for them. I'm so thrilled for them. But Lord, the journey is really just beginning. It's a new adventure. It's a new journey. Lord, a new job. Lord, it's a it's a new college. It's, it's a new university. It's a, it's, it's a new uh, 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 place of employment. They, they're starting out and, and they want to stamp their name. They, they want to do something for you. 
I pray you'll help them to follow your will. I pray you'll help them develop great relationships that love God and that will help sharpen them. I hope they'll be passionate about their jobs, Lord. I hope they'll give their all and they'll they'll grow in their field. They'll become the best they can be and be successful so they can help, uh, Lord, their local church and help their family thrive. Lord, I pray you'll help them uh, to not forget, though, that sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ is the most important thing. And I pray, Lord, that you'll help them to persevere through the trials that will come their way and never forget that if they'll keep doing this, Lord, they'll be able to impact the community they're at. Lord, I pray you'll help them. Maybe there's someone tonight, Lord, that does not know for sure they're going to heaven. Maybe tonight they heard what you did for them on Calvary, that you created us. Lord, you care for us. Lord, you came for us. You comfort us. And that you were crucified on a cross to pay for our sin, the bad things we've done. Maybe there's someone here tonight that would like to know for sure they're going to heaven. Lord, I can't help but ask tonight, Lord, with heads bowed and eyes closed, that there's somebody that maybe in the audience would say, Pastor Justin, that's me. I'll be honest with you, I just came for a graduation tonight. I came to support somebody. But I'll be honest, there's somebody that the Lord touched my heart and I don't know Christ as my personal Savior. And I'd love to accept Christ. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I won't embarrass you. I'll be done in just a second. But I do want to pray for you tonight. How many say, Pastor Justin, that's me. I need Jesus Christ in my heart. If that's you, we slip your hand today. I want to pray for you. I don't see anybody, but maybe there's someone here tonight that we're challenged in the area of taking that next step, Lord, that new adventure, or continuing serving you. And I pray you'll help them with that, Lord. I pray you'll bless these graduates, Lord, give them safety as they continue on and embark on this new journey. I pray that you'll also be with everyone here that came and was kind enough to support them, Lord. And, and I pray you'll help us as they go forward and we'll get behind them and we'll, we'll pray for them and we'll love on them and we'll help them. We sure do love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.